Hey there, welcome to another episode of Scotch and Scripts. I am your host, David Radney. Today, we are talking about skills in the real estate business. The question I have for you, are you a real estate professional or are you just a real estate agent? Think about that. And the reason I bring that question up is there are skills that we need to know that makes us a real estate professional and we need to do a better job at learning those skills and honing those skills. Uh, one of the first things that we really should be learning, especially before we start going on listing presentations and meeting sellers, is a skill of pre-qualifying every person that we go and meet with. I like to say that it's not a bona fide listing presentation if you haven't pre-qualified. The main reason you wanna do that is because it sets you apart from your competition. Most of the agents out there are not pre-qualifying the seller before they go out on the appointment. And I would ask you, why do you think that's the case? Why are agents not willing to pre-qualify? I think a lot of times they just don't want to know the answer. They don't want to know there's no motivation. You see, as agents, a lot of times we mistake movement for achievement. And we feel like if we are making calls and booking appointments with sellers and going on listing appointments, we feel like we've done our job. But if I could be candid with you, you're not doing your job if you're not pre-qualifying. You need to make sure that you are talking to a motivated seller when you go to a listing presentation. If you really want to kill your vibe and kill your motivation, go out and meet with several people who have no motivation to get their home sold and spend hours running comps and learning neighborhoods and driving out and meeting with sellers and walking around the house and building rapport, waste your time doing that with four or five people and you'll start losing the motivation that you need in order to continue pounding out listings and building your business. So that's the importance of doing the pre-qualification is to find out if people are truly motivated or not. You want to find out if they have to sell versus someone who wants to sell. I don't want to waste my time talking to someone who may want to sell if they can get $500,000 for their house that's only worth three fifty. dollars It's a waste of my time, it's a waste of their time. I want that person and you guys should want that person that has to sell because they need to upgrade to a larger home because they're expecting twins or they need to downgrade because their kids are away at college or they're relocating for a job. When the motivation's there, they're gonna be willing to price a home where it needs to be priced in order to sell and that's what the pre-qualification list will help you with. So we're going to spend some time right now. We're going to go over the questionnaire that I use, and it consists of about 15 questions. And I'm just going to briefly break down why we ask those questions and why they're important. And I hope this brings you some value. Let's get into it. So the first question on the pre-qualification script reads, if what I say makes sense and you feel comfortable and confident that I can sell your home, are you planning to list your home with me when I see you tomorrow at 6 p.m.? There are really only three answers you'll get to that question. You'll get yes, you'll get no, you'll get not sure. Now, if they say yes, don't get excited and just hang up the phone. If they say yes, continue through and ask all 15 questions, and that way you make sure that you're really prepared for that appointment. If they say no, we plan on interviewing other agents, you wanna find out who, dig a little deeper. You know, hey, we're going to interview Sue. Oh, what company does Sue work with? If you have that information, it allows you to pull out statistics and be very prepared for that meeting. 
The second question you have is, are you planning to interview more than one agent for the job of selling your home? Why do we want to know that information? I want to know who my competition is. And a lot of times if we have that information, like I mentioned earlier, we can pull out statistics. We can make sure that we're prepared to go in and show how we prepare to our competition. Again, we want to find out where they're moving to. Sometimes that information changes, but we also want to make sure that we have clarity on their reason for moving, how soon they need to be there, and exactly what's important to them about moving. And so I always recommend we dig a little deeper. If they tell me they're moving to California, I find out what's important about moving to California, how soon they need to be there, and more importantly, what happens if their home doesn't sell and they're not able to relocate to California. When we have that information, we really have motivation and we understand the emotions behind their motivation to sell. See, logic makes people think, but emotion makes them act. And if we have that information, then it's easier for us to create an opportunity to get that listing signed. The next question would be, what price do you realistically want to list your home for? And typically they're gonna give us a number. A lot of times it's too high or they're gonna say, I'm not sure you're the real estate professional. You tell me what you think my home is worth. Well, I am a professional salesperson and I look at property every day. So I assume when I come out and go over what homes are selling for in the neighborhood, uh, you'll know that I'll have the right price. But let me ask you, what price won't you go below? And they sometimes will tell you, hey, we're not going to take anything less than 500000 So you kind of understand where they're thinking behind price. Next question would be, what do you owe on your property? Is there a first, second, or third mortgage on the home? It's important to know what they owe on the property because listen, we're going out there to help them sell their house. We also want to make sure there's some room in there to make sure that we get paid. And we also want to make sure that they have some equity to move forward to their next location. So that's an important question. Are you up to date on your payments? Is another question. The next one would be, have you ever thought about selling for sale by owner? Now, a lot of people are afraid to ask that question because they don't want to plant the seed and start making the seller think about doing for sale by owner. Let me just tell you a secret. No one is ever going to do for sale by owner because you asked that question. Why it's helpful to you is if you know that they're thinking of about doing FISBO or for sale by owner, then you can bring information and statistics that shows them why they shouldn't be going down that road. Next question, what will happen if your home doesn't sell? And they'll tell you. And if they say, we're okay, we'll stay here another five years, uh, then you have to really circle back to motivation and find out why they have this house on the market now if they can afford to stay another five years. What are you looking for in the real estate agent you choose to sell your home? And they'll tell you, you know, I'm looking for someone who's going to be open and honest with me, someone who's going to communicate with me, someone who knows the neighborhood, someone that sold a lot of houses in town. Whatever they say, you know what's important to them. You want to take stock of that. Would you please describe your home for me? I think this is an important process. We're going to have them go through the entire property, talk about bedroom and bathroom count, whether or not the basement's finished, if they've done any renovations or upgrades to the house. 
By getting that information before we go out there, it allows us to evaluate their home against other comparable properties that are available. Now, of course, I know once we go to the listing presentation, you do have sellers that tell you they've upgraded their kitchen. And so as you're running comps, you're giving them a higher value from their, for their home than you should. And you actually get out there and you find out all they've done is painted their cabinets white. They haven't renovated and put in new countertops or new appliances, right? So it's, it's important for us to have that information so that we can work on a comp profile. But we also know that a lot of times that's going to end up changing based on what we see once we get there. Next question is, how would you rate your home on the scale of 1 to 10, 10 being great? If they give me any other number than 10, for instance, if they tell me, hey, I'd give my house an 8, my question is, what would make it a 10? And so I get them to tell me some of the, the negatives they see in the house by posing that question. Next question, should I ask or speak to any other decision makers? Is there anyone else that's going to be part of the decision making process that needs to be at the house when we meet? Here's why that question is important. How many times have you guys gone out for a presentation just to hear, oh, I need to talk to my wife. She's not here. Or this is an estate sale and there are four siblings that are involved and we need to talk it over with them before we can make a decision. If you know that information up front, you can set up an appointment when all the decision makers can be available for that meeting. Or you can also Skype it in or do a Zoom call or do a, just a conference call. Whatever you do, you want to make sure that you have an opportunity to get in front of all the decision makers. Because if you're counting on the seller to share exactly what you shared with them with another party, so much is going to get lost in translation. You'd be doing yourself a disservice. I hope that makes sense. Then you want to let them know that you'll be sending over a package of information uh, and ask them if they'll take a few minutes to review it. This is your pre-listing packet that you should be sending out before uh, a listing appointment. You can send it uh, via courier. You can mail it. You can email it. You can drop it off. But you should have some form of a pre-listing packet that you send out before you go on the listing appointment. And we'll talk about that on a different episode. And then lastly, do you have any questions for me? That's it, folks. 15 questions that at best may take you 20 minutes to go over. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to invest 20 minutes to make sure that you're not wasting two hours. Because what I said before, if you want to lose some motivation in this business, start going on appointments and meeting with people who aren't serious about getting their home sold. They're going to zap your energy really quick. True sellers are looking for a real estate professional they expect to have questions asked before you come out so that you can do your homework and be well prepared. Your job is to save yourself time and save the seller time. And by doing the pre-qualification, you're setting yourself apart from the competition. You're saving yourself a lot of time. And you're also giving yourself a leg up on the competition by being thoroughly prepared for the meeting. I hope that makes sense. I hope that helps. I am going to uh, post these pre-qualification questions on my Facebook group, uh, Push, and I'll have a link to that for anyone who's interested in actually joining that group and getting a list of these pre-qualification questions. Thank you for listening. Please do me a favor and share this podcast with any real estate agents you know or agents that are thinking of getting into the business, and also subscribe. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon. Bye.